Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey guys, I'm Ellie Perlman with a special edition of Ready to Scale for you today. The first Tuesday of each month, I will be releasing an advanced training session on information like raising capital, creating an effective acquisition process, and more on all things related to being a multifamily syndicator. These recordings are from webinars that I hosted, so you can also jump on my YouTube channel called Ready to Scale Multifamily Investing with Ellie Perlman and watch along if you prefer. In these sessions, you will learn valuable information to help give you a competitive edge and keep your business thriving. Now let's get started. So a little bit about me, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a former real estate lawyer and a property manager. That's how I started my career back in 2007, which was a very, very interesting time. I have an MBA from MIT and I'm the founder and CEO of Blue Capital. So I'm a syndicator, which means that I buy multifamily properties with investors. And I'm also a coach. I have a program called Ready to Scale Mentoring Program. So throughout my career, I raised tens of millions of dollars in apartment syndication. And I want to teach you about the things that I've seen and the issues that I've, you know, all the, the struggles of what I overcame through the years. So hopefully you can learn from, you know, my mistakes and the things that I've done right and the things that I've done wrong. And that would, you know, make the path a little bit easier for you. So, you know, let's dive right to it. When we're talking about capital raising, everything that I'm sharing is from my experience raising money for apartment syndications, but you can basically apply that to any type of syndication, whether you're syndicating mobile home parks or office buildings, it's basically the same concept. So when we're talking about raising capital, from my experience, there are top three challenges that syndicators face. The first one, especially when you're just starting out, you're not sure you know, how to start. What should I do first? Should I find a deal? Should I talk to investors? Who am I going to reach first? So there's a lot of unknowns about what's the right order of operations and what to do first. The second challenge is that it's kind of the chicken and the egg problem. So you lack the experience and the track record, but you need capital in order to you know, get your first deal and build you know, your track record and your experience. But without experience, how can you convince people to invest with you, right? So you do need the experience. So it's kind of the chicken and the egg. And what we're going to talk about today, we're going to tackle all of those challenges and I'm going to share with you what I've done. The third challenge is that if you haven't done it before, let me break it to you. It takes time 
to raise capital. It doesn't happen overnight. And even people that you think are, you know, they know you, they've, they're your friends or family and they've known you for years and they have money to invest. Even with those people, it takes time to convince them to invest. So these are the main three challenges that I've personally encountered when I started raising capital. And the secrets that I'm going to share with you basically going to help you overcome all those challenges. So raising capital is not easy, but it shouldn't be hard either. So if you follow the advice, you know, you can make the process a lot easier, a lot simpler, and you can also scale quickly. And this is what this whole webinar is, is about, just sharing, you know, my experience and my knowledge about raising capital. So basically, I'm going to share everything that I've discovered, all the secrets that I've discovered about raising capital. And I'm going to show you what I'm doing step by step. I'm going to share with you all the tools and all the tactics and the strategies that I've used. So I was able to really raise capital quickly. For those of you who don't really know me, I've been in the States for about five years now. So I came with you know, no network. I didn't know anybody here. And I've built you know, everything from scratch. And basically what I'm going to share with you today is you know, how I did it. And these are the secrets that I'm going to share with you. All right. Are you ready? We're going to start with secret number one. Start raising money before you have a deal. And guys, this is something that I've seen investors and syndicators, you know, do. They focus on getting the deal and they think, oh, if I'm going to have a great deal, it's going to be easy. People are going to want to, you know, invest with me. And it's not true. It doesn't matter how great and how solid your deal is. It takes time to bring capital to your deals. So when I actually started my first deal, I started raising capital that was about three to four months before I actually had the first deal. And that's my number one advice that I can give anyone. That's the number one secret. You have to start raising capital way before you find a deal. And there's a very good reason for that. So from my experience, when I started talking with investors, they have three main questions. Of course, I have, you know, each investor is different and, and they have different questions, but mainly three questions. First of all, what is syndication? It's clear to you because you live in that world or you're trying to get into that world, but many people just don't know what a syndication is. And when you're talking with them three, five, six months before you have a deal, then you have enough time to educate them and explain to them how that works, what they should expect, what's the process, what are the usual returns. So you have enough time because people just need to understand what it is. And sometimes you don't have enough time to explain and for people also to digest and get used to the idea, okay, they're going to invest in a syndication. It's just, it's a process that takes time. Second question is, you're doing what now? And this is something that I've seen other you know, fellow syndicators struggling with. So I've been in real estate for over a decade. It was a little bit easier for me because it made sense to people. I was a lawyer and I mean, a real estate lawyer and then a property manager. And then I'm doing syndication when, and I'm actually buying properties. It made sense. But what if you're a teacher? What if you're you know, an accountant or doing something completely different? The truth is that it's a very simple psychology. People, investors need time to digest that this is what you do now. If you have a deal and it's the first time that they hear 
that you're syndicating deals and you know until now they've known you as something else as a tech guy or something completely different it's going to be very hard for them to see you in a different light and this process takes time and even with me i've you know realized that it takes time for people to understand that this is what i do so now of course friends and family they come to me and they say we want to invest in real estate we know that you've been doing that but i've been doing that for a while now And so when you're starting out, you need to let people, you need to give them time to digest, to get used to to the new thing that you're doing now. And that's why you you need time. So they will get, get used to that idea. And the third question is, do I like this deal? So, and and of course, whenever an investor will see a deal, they're going to try and understand how the syndication works, figure out that this is what you're doing now. And then they're going to look into the deal. What you want to do is you want to take care of the first two questions as early as possible. So what happens is that by the time you do have a deal, they're not thinking about, you know, what's this indication because you already spent time answering their questions. They don't have to get used to the idea that you're doing it now because you've contacted them months before you had a deal. So they know what you're doing now. So all their focus is going to be only, do I like this deal? And that makes the process a lot faster. You don't need to spend a lot of time explaining everything to them. You can only focus on the merits of the deal and whether it's the right fit for them. So this has been one of the best things that I've done when I just started. So when I had a deal, it was relatively quickly that I was able to raise money because, and I've actually raised more than I was overfunded because I already did the legwork months before. So it just made it a lot easier when I had a deal. And guys, when you have a deal, you're going to have about 45, maybe 60 days to raise money. It looks like a lot, but it's not enough if you need to raise a million, two million, seven, five million, and you're going to get to those numbers, but it just takes time, especially with your first and second and third deal. It just, it takes a little bit of time to raise the money. So make sure you allocate the time correctly and take care of all the preliminary questions ahead of time. That was secret number one. So start early. Secret number two is create an investor package. And this really helped me when I started raising money. So what I did is I found a deal. I underwritten the deal. And it wasn't really, I wasn't buying that deal, but it was important for me to have it on paper so investors can actually see how it's going to look like. And I said, hey guys, Remember we talked about is potentially investing with me. I'm going to send you an example of an investor package. And this is how it would look like if, you know, once I'm going to have a deal. So again, you're warming investor up so they'll get used to your style. They'll get used to, you know, they'll understand how a deal, you know, looks like. And in the investor package, you should include at least one page about your background And I'm going to show you examples. You need to talk about the deals market. And if it's a marketed deal, then you can definitely use information that the broker is providing and the deals business plan and the return, which basically means this is what we're going to do with the property. This is how many units we're going to renovate. And these are the returns that you should expect. And I'm going to show you the real slides from investor package that I've created. So This is part of the management, you know, I'm part of the management team. So you have a really nice bio and and actually, you know, a lot of people ask me, they're struggling when they're just starting raising money. They say, how am I going to talk about my experience if it has nothing to do with real estate? 
It's always about how you present your experience. So if you were a consultant and you've done some projects, you can talk about you know, your experience in the business arena. If you were an underwriter or an analyst, you can talk about the fact that you know how to underwrite deals, even if it's not real estate deals. So wherever you are in, in life right now, whatever career you have, just spend some time thinking about what areas are relevant to raising capital and, and actually to buying multifamily properties? I bet you, and I challenge you to send me an email and say, this is my background. How can I connect it to real estate? There's always a way to do it. So this is just one page about you know your bio. Here, I was writing about the Atlanta market and how it's booming and the population is growing and there's a lot of companies coming there. And again, you can use the offering memorandum, the OM that the broker attaches as part of their package. Here, I'm talking about the business plan. So we're going to renovate units and how much we're going to you know, put into each unit. What are the premiums we're going to charge? What are we going to do with the exterior? If we're going to do any operational improvements by lowering expenses or applying rubs, which basically it means that you're charging utilities back to tenants. And so and a few words about the loan and the exit strategy. So really, you know, put it in there. And this is what you see here. You can definitely use the slide as kind of, you know, to brainstorm and, and uh, you have my permission to take this information and, and add it to your investor package because this is pretty much standard. And then you have the projected returns, which is basically we're adding the information from the underwriting so investors can see how much they should expect for, you can do it for a million dollars investment or a hundred thousand dollars investment. So it's easier for investors. They need to see numbers. And so the investor package makes it real. So basically, you know, investors can see basically when you have a deal, this is how it's going to look like. And it's really, really important because it helps, you know, you're already starting to create your credibility because you're a professional, you have an investor package. And when you do have a deal, this is the template you're using. You already worked on it and you're going to send them something very similar to what they've already seen. So again, it's a little bit of psychology, helping them get used to the investor package. You know, what they see now, it's what they should expect months from now. So this is basically secret number two. And this is also what I've done. And I sent it to friends and family and to people that I've started reaching out to. So by the time I had a deal and I sent them the package, they already knew what to expect. And it really, really helped me raise capital. They already knew where to look for information. And they're pretty much, it was familiar to them. So it definitely helped. Secret number three. So... Secret number three is partner up. It might not be a secret, but I can tell you how you can partner up in a way that actually makes sense. So the point is to find someone with more experience, and then you basically can partner up with that person. And you do that when you partner with someone with more experience, you borrow their experience. So remember when I just started, I said that we have three main challenges. One of them is that you lack experience. So here's what you do when you have your first or second deal and you still don't have a lot of experience and you partner with someone more experienced, then people don't focus on your lack of experience because they know that you're working with someone with a lot more experience. And that really helps. And that way you borrow their experience. So the focus is on what they've done so far. 
when you partner up, you also start building your own track record because you're associated with someone with more experience. And that says a lot. And you can scale faster because you don't need to figure out, you know, on the first deal, how to do everything from A to Z. You can do part of the deal. You can raise, let's say, a certain amount and they can raise the rest or you can raise the money and they can, you know, find a deal. So that way you can get more and more deals under your belt than to try and figure out everything. Now, the way that I've seen people partner up is A, you got to start going to conferences. There are many conferences out there. Best ever conference is one. You have many conferences in the Dallas market as well, where you basically go and you can find people that have more experience. Now, a question that I'm often asked, why would they want to work with me if I don't have experience? And the answer is, you always have something valuable to provide. You got to find what their pain point, how you can provide value, and then you can partner up. So even the most experienced, you know, syndicator, if they want to do bigger deals right now, let's say they can raise $7 million and you can bring a million, all of a sudden they can now go after larger deals. So you can bring value, even if it's, it looks not you know, not a lot or even a half a million doesn't look a lot. But if they work with a couple of people like you, they can do bigger deals. So this is a way how even if you're starting out without a lot of experience, you can basically provide value and, you know, partner up. And that way you borrow their experience and their track record and you're starting to build yours. So if you go to conferences when I started, I used to go to five to seven conferences every year. I was flying a lot. You know, it, yeah, I spent some money on conferences, on hotels and, and flights, but it was worth it. And I personally know at least four companies that started when people went to conferences and they met someone who had a little bit more experience and was willing to partner with them and they started buying properties together. So I see it happening every day and it's a very, very powerful tool. So if you have the discipline and, you know, if you're willing to put time and effort and a little bit of money of going out to all those conferences, it will be worth it. Secret number four. All right. So we're actually, we're flying here. That's good. It means more time for Q&A at the end. Secret number four, automate the raise. This is something that I've discovered. It was very painful. So basically what happened was that on my first deals, I used to have the entire conversation with each and every potential investor. I would call them up or email and say, hey, I have a deal. Are you interested? And they would say, yeah, I remember we talked about it, you know, three months ago. So I sent them the email and they reviewed the investor package that I've created. And then I called them again to discuss the deal and to market the deal to them. And it was very, very tiring to go over the same thing, you know, the same story over and over and over again. I have to, to say that I, I was bored listening, you know, to my own voice at some point because you can't tell the story 20, 30 times. It's as much as the deal is exciting. I think by the seventh investor, I was so tired, but I knew I had a goal and I had to raise that money. 
at some point, you know, I figured that I have to automate the raise and automation is very easy. It actually doesn't cost much or at all. You can use Zoom has a free, you know, platform, freeconferencecalls.com is also a good one. It's absolutely 100% free. There are others like WebEx and GoToMeeting, but I know that freeconferencecalls.com is 100% free. And what I did at some point, I told myself, wait a minute, I can send an email to everyone, invite them, everyone who's on my list, send them the presentation first, you know, the investor package we talked about, and send them a link to a conference call. And then I'll have to speak once and everyone is going to hear that and they can listen to the replay. And I don't have to call 30 investors and say the same thing over and over again. And that's what I did. And guys, it was like magic. I invited people. I had, I think, the first conference call I had, I had about 72 people on the call. So I spent 45 minutes going over the slides, not every slide, but those that I wanted to focus on because I also didn't want to bore people. And 71, at least 71 or 72 people listened. And then I sent the link later to everyone else who couldn't attend and they listened to it. And, and some of them actually listened to it once or twice before they've decided you know, to invest. So it was such a small tweak to my process, but it was so you know, liberating and it, it helped me scale really fast because I was, instead of going over and, you know, the call and talking to 70 investors, I just spent 45 minutes. And I recorded it. And so that actually, I had a lot of time to do other things than to talk to investors over and over and over again. So I highly recommend, even if you have just three people, even if you have just four people you want to talk to, it's really good to get on the program and basically have that as part of your process. So when your list grows, you already know how to use it. And if you're, I don't want to get into 506B versus 506C meaning whether you choose to market to non-accredited investors as well. But if you're doing 506C, which is only for accredited investors, they can forward the link to their friends. And that happened to me also. And then their friends come and basically want to join in. So this is secret number four, and I highly, highly recommend you use one of those wonderful platforms that allow you to automate your raise. All right, so now we are approaching the secret number five, which is let investors come to you. So what I've found out, and it actually worked well because I like to speak with people. I like to you know, help and educate. And I, I get a lot of satisfaction, even if I don't get anything in return. But the key is to give back without asking for anything in return. So when you do that, you build credibility, investors trust you and like you, and you create a platform where basically it's kind of a funnel that investors are coming to you. And at some point, at least some of them are going to ask to invest with you. And it happens to me on a weekly, sometimes on a daily basis. It really works, but it it does need more work than the other secrets. So for instance, you know, when I'm talking about giving back is creating free content. So help investors share your experience, your, your knowledge. And, you know, some folks say, I'm just starting out. Who's going to listen to me? Well, 
if especially if you're listening to this webinar, you know about raising capital more than average Joe out there. You know about apartment syndication, about investing in real estate more than a lot of people out there. Just share what you know. You don't have to pretend that you're an expert, but share what you know, be humble, be real, and people will relate to that. One great way is to write a blog. It could be a 500-word document that you write once a month, once a week. Post it on LinkedIn. Post it on Facebook. People will react to that. So when I write a blog, in the bottom, after the summary, basically I add the link to my website. So investors who want to learn more about me after they read the blog post, they click on the link and they go directly to my website. And on my website, I have a page where investors can get in touch with me. So I don't reach out to them. Investors are coming to me because they read something that I've written, you know, a week before, a day before, and they want to talk to me. And so it took me about six months to get or seven months to get to that point that investors are reaching out to me, but it's like the snowball and it works beautifully and it really helps to scale your capital raise efforts. And if you don't have time, you can hire someone on Upwork, for instance, who can write for you. It can cost 50 to $75 maybe, and you can get some content out there. So writing a blog is one way to do it. And of course, all the blog posts should be on your website and you should have a website. That, that's kind of a must. Host a podcast. It's a very short line here. Host a podcast, actually three words. And it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of work. And once you do have, you can slowly get to you know building and hosting your own podcast. And once you do that, again, it's a great platform for investors to find you and to reach out to you through the podcast. You can also host a meetup or webinar for investors. Similar to what I do, you can create the same platform and reach out to investors. And basically, you can post on social media that you're hosting a a webinar and you're going to teach investors about something. It could be how to vet a syndicator, how, you know, the five things you must look at when you evaluate a deal as the passive investor could be numerous, you know, of topics that you can have. And that's what I do. I actually do a a meetup. You can host a meetup where you can basically teach passive investors about the markets that you investing, about apartment, you know, investing, and just don't do the hard sell. Just give them information, give them, be valuable to them and share your knowledge and your experience and always have a, you know, add the link to your website so people can basically find your website and leave their information there and get in touch with you this way. And guys, it's very powerful when investors are reaching out to you and you're not reaching out to them. It's so very different. They're reaching out to you and basically they ask you to speak with them because they want to give you money to invest in your deals. It's a lot more powerful than you seeking out someone actively. So Here's how I did it. One way to drive investors to your website, as you can see here, this is the top part of my homepage looks like. So you can see free download, the top five critical deal components any passive investor 
must examine. So this way you have basically, this is a lead magnet where emails, you know, if you want to get that free download, you need to leave your email address and then they get newsletter and that increases the chances of them basically reaching out to me later on and investing. I don't reach out to them. I don't say, Hey, come invest with me. I just put it out there and they come to me and you know, it took time to build that platform, but it works really great. Another way to do it in the bottom of my homepage, of course, you know, there's a room, there is a space where I allow people to send me either subscribe to my email or, you know, there's phone number and my email address where they can actually reach out to me. So another way, you know, just to make sure that you're out there, your website, everyone can have access to your website. I chose, you know, it's ellieperlman.com. It's easy to remember. And when you click, when you Google my name, you find it. I highly recommend if you don't have a website yet, have a website that if you can buy the domain of your name, so www.yourfirstnameyourlastname.com, that would be ideal. In addition, you can see on the left side, it's an example that's basically the real estate podcast that I have ready to scale. And what's great about having a podcast is that once you have a podcast, other podcasters are going to start noticing you. And then they're going to ask you to be a guest on their show. Now, you're not only exposed to your, you know, your tribe of listeners, you're also exposed to the listeners of that podcaster. And I still have people that reach out to me after they, they listen to me speaking at one of the podcasts that I was interviewed for that podcast, I think over a year ago. So if that guy has 100,000 downloads every month, it means that 100,000 or even 10,000, you know what? Even a thousand people a month that download the episode, that's great. It means that a thousand potential passive investors or even 500 or even 50 are listening to you. Now that's very powerful. And then they hear your name, they go to Google to look you up and then they leave their information. So I don't think I show it here, but I make sure on the website that you have a page where it's an investor form. I have an investor form where I basically ask for name, email address, phone number, whether they're accredited investors, how much they intend to invest, and if there's anything else they want to share with me. So by the time I get on the phone with them, I have some information about them already. On the right side, you can see this is my wonderful team created this beautiful post, which is how to manage out-of-state investments. So this is basically the artwork for the blog post of that week. And in the bottom, you can see, you know, ellieperlman.com. So investors can actually, you know, find me pretty easily. So all those channels, they designed basically to attract investors to make them come to you. And that's the whole goal, you know, of, of doing this. It's make sure that they come to you because it's very powerful. That's secret number five. It takes more time to create, but it's a very, very powerful tool. It works great because people read, you know, your posts or listen to your podcast when you're sleeping, when you're traveling, when you're on vacation, and then they reach out to you. So I have new investors reaching out to me every week. I have investors from Japan that reached out to me, from Canada, from Spain, from the US. So without building this platform, no way I would have been able 
to have such a great reach. So use the internet and provide value. And that's the number one thing. I don't promote my investments. I don't talk about them. It's all about giving back and, and sharing knowledge and helping investors. And investors will relate to that. If you're there just to sell them on an opportunity that you are raising money for, they'll feel it. But if you're there because you really want to help out and you really want to share your experience and help them, then they'll perceive you differently. And, and you have to be able to enjoy doing this because this is you know part of, of what I enjoy as well. So these are the five secrets to raising capital. And I hope that that provided, you know, that answered some of your questions. And that's, you know, how I overcame the challenges that I've had when I started raising capital. So there's a mentoring program that I run called Ready to Scale, where I basically share the blueprint on how to build your business step by step. So I'm basically sharing, like I did now, I'm basically sharing all the tools, the processes, spreadsheets, you know, that I personally use in my business. So you can use as well. So you don't need to spend time figuring out how to build your syndication business, but you can basically just take everything that I'm using and it took me years to build and use it in your business so you can scale fast and focus on actually raising capital and finding deals or both instead of figuring out how to do it. So, you know, that's part of the program. You can see here, this is, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but it's a one-on-one mentoring. So all the information, the spreadsheets, it's all written and and there's some videos as well, but it's also a one-on-one mentoring with weekly calls. And also, you know, I'm going to teach you how to raise capital, how to underwrite deals, how to manage an asset, how to partner, how to even hire on a budget. When I started, I hired people, VAs and remote, you know, employees on a very, very little budget. So I can, you know, teach you how to do that and how to scale fast. Same way that I did, I was able to scale pretty quickly. I'm going to share all the templates, everything. Basically, it's kind of opening the door and showing you how, you know, how I'm running the business. And of course, you're going to have access to all of my network, which is a network of syndicators and brokers and property managers. So, you know, if you join the program as a mentee, you will have access to my network, which I worked years to build it. So that's a nice perk. If you're interested in hearing more, you can email me and ask to have, you know, I do offer a complimentary planning session, which is an hour long planning session where we can talk about, you know, your goals, where you are right now, what are your challenges? There's no strings attached. There's nobody's going to make you do anything after that call. And of course, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you're unhappy, we'll return the money, no questions asked. So that's basically you know, what I wanted to share with you, the, the five secrets today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.